Hi guys, and welcome to episode 26 of the BadgerCast. This is your host, Michael Parker, and along with Ben Cohen, uh, we are so happy to bring you this next episode with our dear, dear friend, Teresa Young. Teresa is a world traveler and amazing person, a dear friend of the show, and her website, Spiritu Medicina, sources uh, plant medicines from Amazonian tribes and sells them uh, directly to you, uh, where you can help uh, these tribes Uh, earn a little bit of money and share uh, really cool parts of their culture. Specifically, she shares with us a medicine called hape and uh, not only does it herself uh, on the podcast, but uh, Ben uh, Ben does it as well. And I did it a few days before. It is intense and beautiful and and wild. I would definitely check out her website, E-S-P-I-R- E-S-P-I-R-I-T-U Medicina, M-E-D-I C-I-N-A. You can also check out her podcast. That's called Tea with Reese. T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-E-E-S-E. We'll, of course, put the links in the in the podcast and the site itself. I hope you guys liked the episode. It was a lot of fun, and we got to talk about some really cool stuff. Teresa is a very wise and very beautiful, wonderful person. So uh, I'm so happy to share uh, this conversation with you guys. As always, please do check out our Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash bantercast. And do subscribe to our podcast um, so we can keep you connected and keep these conversations coming. I, otherwise, I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Take care. Okay, let's do this. Here we are. Let's just call this episode 26. We did a Facebook Live, but we haven't done a real episode, so let's do a real episode episode right now. Episode of the Bandicast. Episode of the Bandicast. Live on video, but not actually live. Um, So we are here So it's not live at all. It's not live. A British live. It's British live. Yeah. Uh, We're here with our dear friend, Tracy Young. Uh, we're still on video that camera's still working right yeah the camera's still so working so this is usually our intros to like consist of us figuring out whether we've done everything right technically yeah <laughs> uh, I like it we're not very consistent good consistent QAing hi um, sweetie Teresa talk, Teresa's talking to a dog it's talking not, to a dog not Michael uh, you probably even can't <laughs> see the dog on the video or maybe you can she's oh, just under gorgeous, go out on audio gorgeous as well. creature I have a next to me Siberian right husky called Emma and she's the greatest dog ever um we were talking about racism. Emma is a little bit racist. It's a problem against oh. Indian, people. Indian people. Whoa. Where did she get that from? She was found tied up on, on a stake, on a, on, against a stake when she was a rescue dog. And uh, we, I believe that her previous owners maybe were, were Indian, and she picked up some racist behaviors. Oh. So her favorite game is called in, Pin the Indian Family Inside the House, oh. where if in, an, in, a neighbor of ours who's Indian tries to leave the house she will be very like upset about that and try to keep them inside their house oh. <laughs> so yeah so we all have our own we stuff all have to our figure stuff. out she's gotta deal with it but she loves you <laughs> so Teresa is an amazing dear friend of many years and uh, since high school since high school and you have gone through so many um, like such an incredible period of growth over these past few years yeah and now you're you're starting this uh website where you sell sort of traditional amazonian plant medicines i'm butchering the description of it yeah no that's good uh and you're starting a podcast mm-hmm. and uh I what's the podcast called 
It's currently called Tea with Reese. That's just how the branding came through. That was tea. my Instagram name, Tea. So like T E A. Tea with cup of tea. Reese. Yeah. So Reese. some people call me Reese, and who it calls just, you Reese? Reese. People or, in college or called me Reese. R E E S E. So Tea with Reese. It kind of sounds like Teresa. And you know, it's kind of like a sit down and just have tea, like we're having now. And yeah, talk. So we're having tea with Reese right now. And we're gonna yeah, exactly. Maybe this is the first. Maybe and so. You have kind of, uh, you've brought some of, some different yep. plant medicines with yeah. you mm-hmm. here that we can kind of see. I'll zoom in a little bit on the video. And what are all these different things and, and how can people explore them in a safe way? And it just, tell us what you brought. If anyone, by the way. If anyone can hear some <laughs> licking sounds, that's that's, the dog. that's, that's Emma. This Emma is, is completely in love with Teresa, Emma. and uh, she has not left Teresa's she's side. She's a pretty sensitive mic, I think. So I'm just yeah. <laughs> she's gonna yeah. be, there's nothing people are gonna, gonna be like what yeah, the hell yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma just has an amazing, amazing, amazing soul. And she seriously, does. when I envision the dog I'm that I would like baby. to have, it is Emma. <laughs> uh, or is well, she is a bit racist, but it's fine. We are dealing with it. I mean, she is the sweetest dog, and she's completely in love with you. Uh, usually she doesn't care about people, but she does oh, care about you. feel my love. She does. Um, so, you have yeah. over there some cocoa beans. Let's look at oh, a lot of cocoa yeah. bean. A okay, so cow these are, much. this is much easily taken in compared to what I brought here. Yeah. But this I actually brought back from Mexico, um, where I was recently, and a Not shaman me. actually gave these and brought these to the little ceremony that we were doing, but these are the actual cacao beans that chocolate is made out of um, before all of the sugar and everything gets put in like we experience with the chocolate that we have today. But this is it in its purest form. So we're going to dose up on You're going to dose it. Yeah, you'll go totally high. Um, So this is just freshly cracked out of the pod. What? Yeah, not roasted. Out of the pod? Mm -hmm. They come in a pod? Yeah, they're dried. Uh We did this beautiful Mm, ceremony for a friend where... We sat there and actually cracked them open, grinded it, and it was this whole metaphor for relationships and love and marriage because the initial there's a lot of work that goes into it. Mm-hmm. We had this like stone mortar where I mean my arm was super sore after doing this, but a lot of work goes into it, and then at the end we added this beautiful sweet little bit of honey, mm. and the bitter sweetness just kind of balances out like we experience in life. I, and I, if you have mm. enough of these, which I was munching on it for a whole three hours. Total high elevation. Really, I have cacao yeah. in the. I have raw cacao and honey in the morning. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Does it taste like this? This is delicious. Better. This is well. This is the real. I mean, mine's a powdered yeah. form of raw cacao. I mean, I get it. You know, it's it's good stuff, but yeah. it, but it's not that. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the for people who don't are not aware about this stuff that cacao is like a it's quite a big deal in in a lot of kind of shamanic traditions. Um, as a hot, they call it a hot opener. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think the chemical, it, it, it has an effect on serotonin. I mm-hmm. know that for, sh- for sure. Like, for, from a chemical perspective, uh, I believe it certainly enhances um, your brain's productivity of, of serotonin. Yeah. Um, but How do you take it in the morning? When you're taking your cacao... Emma is licking my hand that I had cacao... Wait, when you take it, how do you how do you you do you mix it with water? Like how do you have? Yeah, I boil water. I oh, put yeah. the raw cacao in. I hot get, chocolate. I get a spoonful of um, raw organic honey. Yeah, from Pennsylvania, I think it is. What's unraw honey? 
I never understood what raw honey meant. Well, like unfiltered. When unfiltered. It's, when it's you can filter it when it's runny. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that's filtered. Okay. When it's like real solid. honey does get solid. Yeah, yeah, Proper yeah. I think so. Solid. But yeah. it's great. Yeah, it makes me puts me in a pretty good yeah. mood. But yeah. like, yeah, cacao ceremonies have become mm. or Big, are becoming. Yeah. I don't know if I can say mainstream because I feel like the. Not the crowd in which I have no. been in in the last two years is not necessarily mainstream. Yeah. Um, but has been popularized. There actually is a lot of debate or discussion, just like with mm. any type of medicine around appropriation. Right. And um, there are a lot of people who are holding different ceremonies and are they taking from indigenous cultures and then turning it into a commercial activity and mm-hmm. gaining some sort of profit? Are the actual teachings and healings and respect for, you know, people will really think that cacao is a medicine and has a beautiful spirit. Um, if that's really being carried through and how it's being practiced today. So that, that's, the, that's the traditional, that's traditional understanding of cacao, right? So a lot of people who are not really, don't really understand the, the kind of worldview of a lot of, in, in a lot of indigenous populations is that they believe that certain plants and certain substances have, well, they believe that all plants have, uh, a spirit or an, an uh, maybe essence or something. An essence, right? Mm-hmm. I think maybe the word gets kind of like in the West when you think of spirit, you think of like, you know, Christianity and, and people talking about the great spirit and that kind of stuff and spirits as like ghosts who are mm-hmm. kind of floating around the space. But it's very different in, in um, I, at least my understanding of it from Amazonian cultures is that it means kind of essence. What, what's the yeah. word, Teresa? How did you get involved in? Can you explain what plant medicines are, and then can you just tell us how you got into this whole thing? Yeah, I mean, plant medicines. Well, exactly at that, yeah. plants that have been used in a medicinal way, mm-hmm. and I think that actually we can look at a lot of things if we just write our relationship Absolutely. to whatever it is that we're looking at as a medicine. How is mm-hmm. it being used in a healing way? What are the healing properties? And so most people, I think, are starting to become more familiar with the plant medicine ayahuasca, mm-hmm. um, but also, I mean, I think of mushrooms as a plant medicine. Um, super, super healing properties when it's taken in the right space and intention and um, treated with a certain type of respect. But, you know, you could probably even think ganja is a plant medicine Mm. and um, rape, which is what I have here, is composed of... Tobacco and... Yeah, yeah, it's a blend. Uh, The the basic foundation of it is blended tobacco. But depending on what tribe you get them from, Mm -hmm. they'll use an assortment of different plants and seeds and leaves. So, so what the, this is one of the misconceptions as well that they have in the West that tobacco is, ba- is, is a bad plant is, is it, and it is if it's misused and combined with all sorts of chemicals. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. But yeah. the raw form, I think it was nicotine or rustica, right? That's what, what, what it's referred to in, in Peru at least that, uh, powerful healing properties. Yeah. That's yeah. the interesting thing. Like as I've just been, going on this journey with different plant medicines is um, you find that they have beautiful, beautiful 
roots and practices that have gone mm. way far back than the invention of a cigarette. Mm. And they were not experiencing the cancer rates that we do mm -hmm. after the invention of cigarettes, but they have been using the tobacco plant for mm. a really long time. So yeah, the tobacco spirit um, is said to be, you know, very grounding and mm. they use it in different cleansing purposes and healing purposes. Um, Brape specifically is thought to have that, you know, as grounding, energetically clearing, emotionally clearing. They mm -hmm. even think that it helps to heal different illnesses. Mm -hmm. And people have all sorts of um, different experiences with it. But for me, every single time I sit with it, it kind of, it feels as if it's clearing any sort of debris that's yeah, yeah, around, yeah. around me. And um, yeah, it kind of just makes me feel much more connected to nature. But also I sit with it in meditation all the time and mm. uh, it makes me come straight back to my body and just mm. feel very present. So here's like, let's so this is uh, hape, rape? Yeah, it's either R-A-P-E or some people spell it H-A-P-E. Problematic. <laughs> Problematic name. The E yeah. with the little, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've had to kind of deprogram around date, seeing that word. Yeah. The, um, okay. Yeah. So this is another one. You can find It's not a bottle word. of rape. It's not a bottle of rape. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's be clear yeah, about that. Let's be clear about that, yeah. And this, so you did this with me, to me, <laughs> with me uh, the other day. <laughs> and um, how, so can you just kind of describe what it actually is and how it's used and how, what, you know, basically what do you have, to, how does it get ingested and, you know, what's the experience like? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm also happy to share it with whoever Maybe wants we should to try show it. a Maybe little bit and do a little demonstration. Let's do a demonstration. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> That's such a good idea. Right, so you, you do it first, I'll do it second. <laughs> but I want to see how it's done. You know? Okay, yeah, so, so essentially... Right, Listen, this is just purely for entertainment purposes, um, right. and we're not advocating anybody does this unless they really want to, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Do you have to yeah. tell them... No, but look, like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I say this... It's not illegal, anyway, so... It's not illegal. Um, it's it's, yeah. It's not but so I definitely do recommend that people who are... Usually people who are using this have come across it before and they know how they're using it and what it's for. And so right. they have it with the right intention. When people who haven't used it before, I mean, I have on my website just ways in which you want to use it. Why do people use it? What was the history? So that you can become more familiar with it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's, it's just, it's very, very finely ground. Um, tobacco? Yeah. Foundation, mm -hmm. mostly of tobacco, but it can also include a number of different plants or seeds mm -hmm. and... Mm -hmm. Um, and where where does it come from? Yeah, so I get everything from Brazil directly from the tribes, um, Huniquin, Yawanawa. Um, they and it's actually it's what's really beautiful that I love about this is it supports a culture that for the most part they're not having a lot of ties to a metropolitan commerce mm -hmm. or cities, and just in going to respect our history or ancestors, it's really nice to see that there are certain practices that are coming out. I feel like we're sitting in a very unique time right now mm -hmm. where a lot of Eastern is meeting Western. Yeah. And a lot of old previous indigenous practices are coming out and science is coming to meet them and say, oh, now that we can measure brain waves, what, what does meditation do yeah, yeah, to the brain? What mm -hmm. does sage do or Palo mm -hmm. Santo or, you know, I don't think there's been anything studied with hape. Um, no, but the, what, the studies what might on that tobacco do? are wo woefully inadequate, like in terms mm -hmm. of like 
the medicinal benefits of tobacco. Are, Have they been are, doing research on it? There's very little. There's very very little little on it because um, I don't know why why that is. But but it's obviously what tobacco are you talking about? You're talking about tobacco grown in the West or tobacco you know raw tobacco in the jungle, right. you know, which they're completely different things. Yeah. Um, how how are how is this how is tobacco in Brazil used differently than here in in the U.S. for example? I mean, if you want to break down everything that's in a cigarette, I think that's what it yeah. is. It's a lot is being added to it and chemically altered. That mm-hmm. when you're inhaling it, you're not just having tobacco plant. Versus right. this is the actual plant. If you look up the actual plant of tobacco, it's just it's just right. that. You right. know, there's and it's been shared across so many different mm. cultures. Um, and for me, I mean, my experience, the way that I came across Hape um, was by sitting with ayahuasca. And a lot of the shamans will serve Hape in different ayahuasca ceremonies, um, usually before mm-hmm. sitting, but I've also used it during mm-hmm. when it feels as if there's some sort of a block. And um, it's really powerful. I mean, it for me, it clears up a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And... Um, different type of experiences. I don't want to get too woo-woo with mm-hmm. it, but yeah, it, like I said before, it, it kind of just clears up this entire space and it also just grounds me fully in my body. And even working with tobacco, I worked with some tobacco grown by this Balinese woman when I was living there and she grew it all organically and would infuse a ton of minerals in the soil that the tobacco was grown in. So she called these um, divines, mm. very typical for Bali. And it was the first time that I really felt as if I even wanted to approach tobacco because historically I have a very big, large aversion to it, yeah. just the cigarettes. That's me, me too. I, yeah. I, I never had a cigarette in my life, mm. ever. Never smoked one, never inhaled nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I, just... got, I got exposed to the real, you know, the real use of tobacco in, yeah. in the Amazon um, and realized that like, it's not what we think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be a really long journey to, you know, we're still fighting, fighting the entire tobacco industry and yeah. addiction and mm. what it's become. Mm. And um, I don't know, hopefully this will help to create more discussion around mm. what the tobacco plan actually is and encourage people to see it in a different form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. if someone were to like, you know, go on your website and they wanted to, to, buy, to buy this and use it. What purpose does it serve? I mean, why would someone sit with something like this? Well, again, again, for the most part, I try and tell people who are new to it that I sit with it in meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels clearing. It's, mm-hmm. um, I guess it's, you know, this is a really good conversation because for the most part, people who order from me mm-hmm. have used it a lot. Right. And one of the most gratifying parts of this medicine is that people come and they're so grateful to receive it because they've worked with it before. Mm-hmm. And so when I start sharing it with people who haven't really, they've at least have an expanded viewpoint of what plant medicine is. And so right. they're open to it. They want to try it. Mm. Um, I would say if you're coming at it newly and well, one, you're coming at it because you have some sort of interest in the plant and what it has to offer. So maybe there's a vibrational thing going on there. Um, but two, again, it's, it's emotionally clearing. If you're feeling as if there's just blockages that you're working with, um, even when people start feeling like they're starting to get a cold, Mm, like sinus, even though it seems kind of 
against what you would do, like putting something in your nose when mm-hmm. you feel like you're having a sinus blockage. But there have been times where I feel like I'm coming down with something and I'll sit with Rape and it's almost as if it it does bring it up to the surface, but then it kind of shoots it out of my system. Mm. And I'll feel it for a little bit, maybe a couple hours, and then it'll clear. Right. So that's been really great, but I also love to meditate with it. And again, it it helps to enliven almost every single part of my body. And I sit there and I feel the the clarity, almost like everything is pushed out and the toxins are pushed out, and I just feel clean. Mm. Let's talk about these these tools tools what what is this uh, so what we're, for those who are listening to this on audio and not on video yeah it's like a v-shaped tube like a straw like Two a double-sided straws. straw yeah, yeah. So it's made out of bamboo mm-hmm. it's made out of bamboo and um put in a v-shaped and then connected at the point with different things the ones that i have are connected with different colored yarn and then they have um a couple of beads and seeds that are strung at the end yeah and so one of them is called a creepy, which is um, used no way, in your own... creepy rape. <laughs> creepy. Creepy rape. K-U-R-I-P-E. It's poor, poor marketing choices. So the Amazonian tribes need to think about yeah, this. they should have thought about that. Yeah. Creepy rape. Well, you know, I don't think they were thinking about what America would turn into. I know, and that exactly, we have such a exactly, horrible culture. Exactly. But um, the creepy is the smaller one, which is a V-shaped tool that basically connects your mouth and your nose. So it's for self-administration. Right. If you want to sit with yourself and you're not sharing with another mm. person, um, yeah, pretty easily it just goes here and then you blow it. Mm. And when you have the hape, you can take however much you want and split it into two in your palm. And then you load it by mm. essentially scooping it up with one end that's going to go in your nose, mm. putting it to your mouth, And I usually walk people through a process. You can either take a deep inhale before you go, and then you hold at the top of the inhale, and then blow, and then you load the next side, and then you do the same on the other side. So we did this. You did this to to me, or with me, uh, a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. I was going through some stuff, and so Teresa came, and we sat on the floor, and she put the creepy in my nose, or this is not this, what's the big creepy? This is a tepi. The tepi up my nose. Blue boom boom blew the hape in my nose. It was a really, really crazy experience. Uh I would describe it as it's like a very full on sensory experience where you're like you, you feel like something is yeah, being blown up your nose, but it's it's more like it's hard to describe, but you you just kind of this sense of like something is being cleared out like cobwebs are kind of being blown mm, out of your brain that's a good word to use mm. yeah and uh f- from that point <laughs> I, I was like i felt very cold and i kind of had to like almost like force myself to be like mindful of what was going on so i would just kind of be able to deal with the feeling that i was going through of all these cobwebs being blown out of my brain then i kind of had this kind of cold feeling and then i puked and then I threw up for a couple of hours, uh, not a couple of hours, for, for maybe like half an hour. And then uh, the next day I did feel amazing. I, I will say that. The next day I felt like like I had lightened a big load off myself. So Yeah. Um, so it is sometimes, everyone has all these different reactions, yeah. um, but it, it can be seen as a purgative mm. on either the energetic, emotional, or physical plane and so yeah some people do work with it and i have to say i wasn't i didn't give give parker a beginner's dose i had a large dose and i was going through a lot of shit uh, a lot of i was going through a pretty tough time so but it did help 
I'll say that it did feel like I cleared cobwebs, and it was really great to have. Actually, I'm lucky to have both of you in my life because you both introduced me to different kind of plant medicines where I probably wouldn't have thought about them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, I would never have experienced. I would never come across somebody else in my life who would have like at this moment in time mm-hmm. these tools to help me. Luckily, I have like someone like Teresa mm-hmm. in my life, and similar. Actually, I was in a similar kind of place with Ben, and we went into the woods and ate mushrooms hypothetically in a legal place <laughs> and uh again super amazing so mm. like it's super it's so great to have friends like both of you so that i can kind of experience mm. the stuff it's so great um so cultivate friends like i have that would be amazing. <laughs> so let the plants are off of you know they're here to help us for our benefit to help us you know this is this is what med this is why so it's kind of interesting like a western concept is like it just happenstance right Mm. that these plants have these healing properties it's just Mm. completely accident that you know whatever we find something that that can be used medicinally but that's not the the shamanistic worldview that's not how it's viewed in indigenous cultures they view like plants as our allies as our teachers Mm. um, as you know that we learn things from that we have to go to with great respect and reverence Mm -hmm. Mm. and and I sort of you know I'm very sympathetic to that worldview very very sympathetic Mm. because once you have one of these experiences um, for me with ayahuasca and with uh, San Pedro Huachima you get this feeling you know you you, you're taken into a completely different realm of reality Mm. Um, and you get to feel like it's kind of like I call I kind of describe it as a true medicine they are true medicines mm. in, in that a med, like true healing is painful right yes. this, what, uh, this, this guy this shaman told me he said uh, he said healing should be painful right because mm. it's not easy to go to, to if you're dealing with a lot of stuff if you're dealing with a lot of emotional pain or whatever it is mm. right when you take a lot of these plant medicines you take tobacco you take ayahuasca you take um Huachuma, whatever this is gonna kick your ass it's going to it can like it can be amazing mm-hmm. but to get to the amazing bit yeah you have to like it's gonna take it's gonna go for you like yeah. it's gonna find what's bothering you and it's gonna clear out and it's not gonna be pleasant you well know? you know i think something that i um a funny thing that a vipassana assistant teacher said to me one time um, I was, it was my first time sitting in one of these 10 day silent retreats and all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but you basically, you're sharpening your mind in order to bring it to a level of understanding that everything is energy and vibration. Yeah, yeah. And I all of a sudden had this massive amount of pressure on my face. It was as if I had like five books on my face. And was this with tobacco? No, this is just in meditation. Ah, Vipassana, which is a 10-day meditation retreat, the technique that Buddha enlightened to, Mm. no substances at all. And which is one of the most amazing things about Vipassana. And I I strongly have been encouraging everyone to go and sit. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. Um, So with the aid of nothing, your mind is going to the point of being able to actually feel that we are all created of subatomic particles. So there's a ton of pressure on my nose. What do you and mean by that? Sort of, like, how do you mean? So, you know, I think science has taught us that we're all 
energy. We're all yeah. vibrations that we're all created of small mo- molecules. We're all mm. created of atoms. And so again, like going back to the fact that there are three different types of knowledge, you know, one that we read mm. from a book, someone that tells it to us. Mm. Right. And then one that, and then one that we yeah. experience. And yeah. in Vipassana, what happens is you sharpen your mind so much that and, and also you're closing out the external world and you're taking away all of these devices and music. And with that, the mind becomes so fine-tuned that it can actually pick up mm. and register mm. and feel that our entire body is vibrating, mm. which yes. is just a miraculous experience in and of itself because, again, you have now experienced it as truth. Yes. And yeah, yeah I've, I've had that experience not naturally. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, it's yeah. crazy because in, in meditation, you, I've had these like, uh, different experiences that you might have had on mushrooms or LSD, but you're really just sitting there in a room focusing on your breath and mm. these like super, supernatural, let's just say things start to happen. Mm. Um, but I brought that up because I want to ask the assistant teacher about this being like, is this ever going to go away? I literally feel like I'm like standing against the wall. And she very wittily came back and said, well, I don't know, um, what it is. Why don't you ask yourself, you put it there. And at that time, I don't remember if I was aggravated or annoyed or just like, or laughed. But what I realized also through Vipassana is everything that comes out for us experience is something that we've put in so on that note Mm. with healing and why it again it it, you go through suffering is anything that is coming out was something Mm. that you also had to process Mm. and maybe at that time that you were processing it it didn't get fully processed or you had some sort of a reaction to it in terms of anger or aggravation Mm. or sadness Mm. and when it's Mm. coming out to be released again it's almost like your second opportunity to experience it again and this time not react to it, stay fully equanimous and allow it to fully clear. To clear or come back. Yeah, and that, that, that is, it's very interesting the way you describe that and, and how that kind of corroborates what's happened to me when I've done these plant medicine journeys. Mm. Like, what comes out, I put in. Y- yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, man, I, I have a hard, I, I, it goes for me. Like, I, I, I think that I'm like a special case or something because like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I might talk about it with some intellectual authority in terms of the science behind it and the, you know, the, the history of shamanism and what. But when you put me in these ceremonies, I'm, I'm a baby. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and that's a humbling experience to mm. go through, to like have to sit with yourself mm. and, and like realize that all this shit that you feel, like all the pain that you have, all the suffering that you have, is you. Mm. It's like you, something is, that's whatever has happened it's you, then you have to take responsibility for it that's the that's the and that's the the concept of shamanic of shamanic medicine that is so kind of antithetical to the western approach right the western approach is take a medicine you know cut it out uh take painkillers don't feel it don't feel mm-hmm. anything right but the the shamanic approach is to like no you like you have to feel everything mm. you have to feel all yeah. of it and that's that's tr- that that's how they regard true healing yeah. a true healing processes as you feeling all the stuff that you've done like I you know if you went to to do ayahuasca and you've been doing heroin for you know 20 years or something like that you know I mean first of all you know big respect for doing that um, but good my god I wouldn't want to that would be one hell of a ride yeah. you know yeah well and also let's let's <clears throat> on the other side too is it's 
there can be beautiful experiences, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, sure. it's not to say that these medicines is all about suffering yeah. and it also, you know, it's it's where you are at the time and what's recently been processing through your body. Mm. But I've had some beautifully joyous experiences of total <clears throat> connection and I have healing. a lot of yeah. healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have a lot of the plant medicines to thank for. I mean, really, I have all plant medicines to thank and Buddha for this Vipassana meditation. Mm. Um, for a lot of like the clarity and the connection and the compassion I will leave from some of these ceremonies or meditations and feel bliss, not in a sense of this ecstatic bliss mm-hmm. that, you know, we're chasing for this really? bliss all the time, because that in itself can be suffering because we could become attached to it. Mm-hmm. But I leave feeling this very calm sense of tranquility and serenity mm-hmm. yeah. and so much compassion for people that I never thought my heart could open up mm-hmm. that much more. So And I mean, the idea is underneath all of this stuff that we do carry because we're all just humans, Mm. um, we really have these beautiful, compassionate, joyous beings that that's our, I mean, that's what I believe is our natural state. How did you get into all this stuff? How did you get into plant medicines? How did I get into plant medicines? Um, Well, I I would like to say that I think when you start on a... It seems for Paul to say like a spiritual path or whatnot, but it really is that mm-hmm. a spiritual path. Um, more you start, I start beco- becoming more curious about natural things. Mm-hmm. So instead of working with any sort of chemicals, but what are some mm-hmm. natural ways of healing? And um, I mean, for me, my journey was kickstarted through uh, a, a traumatic loss of a partner that I had. Mm-hmm. And that was really tough. And, you know, I was 27 at the time and living in San Francisco, working at a tech company. And it just totally knocked me out of that existence. I was in the taxi with you. Oh, my gosh. I just have realized just how much this guy has for sure been here for my entire journey. You not only were in the taxi with me, you were in the classroom. Yeah. We were auditing, I was auditing a Columbia MBA class, um, and Parker was in this program, and I actually found out in that class Mm -hmm. um, that this partner that I had was in a motorcycle accident. Oh, Yeah, and he was on his way to see me in New York. Yeah. So it was... It was very spooky. It was was quite spooky. The car, the taxi, because I remember, like, we were in the back of a taxi, and she's like, I have a really bad feeling. And I finally have had a really <clears throat> bad feeling. Mm. But my first thing was like, lie. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, it's fine. Like, I, it's totally Well, I fine. pulled up pictures yeah, yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. of, I had found a picture of the accident and I had a picture of the bike. Yeah. And I was like, these two tires don't look alike. I was like, no. <laughs> we all became, we were, I was like a CSI expert. I was like, look, the tires. So, the so what, you were looking at the news? Or? No, I had found a picture that someone had posted. <clears throat> I became like, a, I must have been a detective in a previous life because I yeah. went mm. through the wormhole of the internet and somehow found a random photo that was posted um, of a motorcycle accident going up I-95, which I had assumed was the route that he was taking. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. a crazy, it was a crazy experience, but I, you know, I can say this from, you know, a point looking back now that I'm exceptionally grateful for that because it has brought me on such a mm. journey mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, just, T- just a tough, a tough one to very tough, a very tough, tough one to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in that, I've seen that happen. A lot of people get woken up by a traumatic event. 
something that happens mm. that, that that like kicks off this this awakening almost yeah um, well you know that's I, I guess I, I'm curious what you guys think of the word awakening because as I'm starting to record this this new podcast, I was really trying to understand what is the message that I'm really wanting to share. And a lot of it keeps coming back to, you know, <clears throat> awakening in today's society. But it feels, you know, mm. what is awakening even? Higher consciousness or there's no good or bad or judgment in it. And it's mm. not to say, you know, if you, who is not awake and who is awake, but, mm. you know, it feels like a lot of these conversations around plant medicines or, um, just becoming more aware of ourselves yeah. and understanding what our internal landscape is, meditation, why are people in today's society more and more depressed, you know, less and less happy, even though mm. we have such abundance around us all the time. What is that actually about? And as people really come to understand that there's a lot of suffering in their life and dig deeper and deeper and deeper than you know, is that the process of awakening and mm. what are the tools that we have and what can we do to really help that process along and make it a bit easier? Yeah. Cause I think a lot of it, when you say awakening and spirituality, it can turn a lot of people off and they can just think yeah. like, what does that, I don't know what that means, but I think that, you know, I don't know if there's a better way of describing it. Like I would say for me, yes, I've had a, a, a what, I think would traditionally be called an awakening in, in any, I read about like the Buddha and what happened to the Buddha and like, you know, mine happened to be with a ayahuasca ceremony, right? Which took me to the depths of unimaginable hell and, and the worst, most horrifying experience I've ever had in my entire life times a million. It was worse than I could possibly have comprehended it was that bad mm-hmm. it was I just thought I was going to die like and I did mm. die like many it felt like I was dying over and over mm. and over and over and over and over and over and over again they just wouldn't stop mm. until I submitted mm. and then the submission kind of like blasted me open and I was like ah okay mm. I sort of I've my I everything for me is in is um left brain right it's analytical I just view things mechanically and you know what I mean like life is just you know there's nothing more than the material realm mm-hmm. and like, you know it felt to me that the ayahuasca was showing me it was like no this is what creates pain and suffering is your is this material is this obsession with material and wanting to understand everything and thinking and thinking and constantly like analysing stuff like that and it kind of just showed me unequivocally with no there's no there was no room for negotiation there was no room for like I couldn't come out of it and be like well maybe maybe not I'm not so sure like okay I've got there's no questions for me there's no I have no more questions after that there were no more questions I'm like okay I I understand I understand that I've been in one I've, I've only viewed one side of reality and this other side of reality that exists which is empathy and feeling and emotion and sensitivity to nature and these other realms of awareness and consciousness and things like that these things are real and they've been knocking at the door Mm. they've been banging away saying yo we're here we're here we're here we're here and you just keep shutting it off so Teresa like when you're when you're kind of uh, you know when you're sharing these different experiences plant medicines with people like what do you try like for people like me who it's very new like what how do you try to engage with them and how do you try to share 
uh, this this sort of new world with them? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a little bit of intuition in there, and I think intuition is something that the majority of society has really lost even mm. touch with and how to even describe intuition. But I would never go to someone and say, you must do right. this. Right. For me, it's it's who's coming to you and asking for mm-hmm. it. You know, it's better, instead of preaching to a choir, you know, work with people who are ready and interested and curious. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Sorry to interrupt, no, but it's, it's also like, this is sort of where I've come to now. It's like, I, there's people who are going to be listening to this podcast and there's a good portion of people who probably won't understand what we're talking about yeah. or get it. They might find it intellectually interesting, but there's going to be probably a couple of people who are like, ah, okay, something, something's making sense here. And that's... That's, that's, that's intuition. Yes, that, that's your intuition. If you're feeling that like now as you're listening to this, that's mm. your intuition speaking, right? Yeah. And it's a good idea to listen to that. Like that's what I've found anyway. It's yeah. a good idea to like trust your own mm. intuition, and that's what we've shut off in our society: is shut off intuitiveness and intuition and feeling. And with that, mm. I think it's time for what? us to embrace your intuition. <laughs> and my we... intuition tells me to run. So, no. <laughs> right. so two but, of us out of the three of us have. But can I? Can you do a little? I just want to see you. Do sure, it. Is yeah, that right? I can do but a I want to do a little bit because I don't want to start purging and stuff uh, right on camera. Yeah. <laughs> two so, out of three of us have done Hape in, in this last week. I think only fair that three of us do. So Teresa is going to uh, show us how is that she a, does what, it what and then the share with that? Ben. Is that like a, this is small. This is small. Because dose. usually, like, and, and you know, to, to be clear, too, it's the approach to using this, really, I approach it with a lot of intention and mm. sacredness, as you would with any medicine. Mm. And um, just being clear on on why you're working with it. So usually when I sit with people, I kind of say, is there intention mm. that you would like to have? Um, and we sit, you know, kind of in silence or, or holding that space for a little bit just to recognize. And especially when you're sharing it with somebody it's equally as important for the person who is giving it to be very clear in their Mm. own space, you know, in their own intention. And so for me, when I was sharing it with you, I really was trying to send as much meta to you as possible, which Mm. is love. Like, and my intention was just for whatever is for your highest good, you know, Mm. for your healing. And, Mm. um, yeah. So it's a really special, I, I also love this medicine very much because it's, it brings people into a state of presence Mm. and, and tuning in with the part, you know, for most people that they aren't tuning in with, even just yeah. calling in the question of, hey, what is your intention? What are you wanting? That's why, you know, during New Year's, it's like people love this. It's like, what is your intention for the year? Right. A lot of people will then go through the rest of the year not even thinking about, oh, what is it that I want? But again, to come back to that conversation on volition, it's very powerful to do this continual check-in with yourself of what your mm. what is your will? What are you wanting? It's almost like recharging your internal battery so that when you move in the world, you're moving in that right direction. You're yeah, moving yeah, with that right yeah. space. So anyways. Okay. So you just poured a little I poured bit, a little bit on my hand yep. okay. and my intention of working with this here is and sharing this and I'm really glad that, that you guys are creating the space to share this because this isn't one of the more well-known medicines. You know, mm-hmm. people have heard of ayahuasca people. Some people are really starting to work with Pachuma. Um, Hape is a beautiful medicine that is served alongside a number of these ceremonies, but not necessarily, unless you are aware of it, used right. one off. So it's not psychoactive. It's perfectly legal. It's, uh, yeah. it's, not as intense as like 
you know, whatever, uh, an ayahuasca experience whatsoever. Right. And, but, and it's really like, it can be anywhere from a five minute experience to whatever you want to draw it out in 10 mm-hmm. minutes, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Some people will sit with it and, and right. then they're, you know, off. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, doing regular things, not off in the world. Right. 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 Um, yeah. Okay. So, it's okay. You're going to, you're going to scoop it up. Yeah, so usually I'll divide it into two, um, just One so you size. have it ready for the other side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just easily put it into the creepy. Mm-hmm. And the longer side is what will go into your nostril, because mm-hmm. the other side How, is... Do you stick it way up there, or not really? No, just usually at the base. You want to yeah. make sure it's kind of in the nostril, but... Yeah. okay. Yeah, so... Um, thank you guys for sharing this space with me. Really appreciate it. And it's wonderful to, if you guys have any questions, I am so open to explain more about the experience. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you can do a lot of research on it too, just by Googling um, Rape, R-A-P-E or Hape. Mm-hmm. And people can also call it like Amazonian. Um, it's kind of like, maybe people will know it as snuff, but uh, mm. it's a little bit different. Okay. All right. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so I usually just like to connect internally, bring forward whatever intention is that I'm liking to call forward, thank the medicine for its work. And then it goes here. So right now I'll just explain. I just feel a little bit of um, tingling <coughs> up here. And some lightning around, um, just almost like inside the cerebral hemisphere. Mm. And sometimes you can get a little bit of it coming down the back of your throat. And so usually when you work with this, you might have a cup handy so that if you're using with a larger dose, you would, you could, if you feel like you want to spit, then you would spit into a cup. Yeah. Because it is also known as a purgative. So if it does come down your throat, you want to spit it out. You want to spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's helping to clear anything. Thank you. And um, because I did a pretty small dose, just a little bit of what feels like a lightness and tingling and cooling Mm -hmm. on this side. Mm -hmm. So usually once I'm ready and I can feel still it kind of reverberating and almost like there's a, if if it was like a dense tension before, if you ever had a dense tension, it's almost like it's uh, disintegrating a little Mm -hmm. bit, becoming a little bit more light. So then you have this one ready. So the, the other side, no? So then you just balance the other side. Again, just connect in. And I usually guide people to come back to the breath. The breath is always your perfect uh, tool in meditation and anything. And this, again, it just feels like there's an automatic clearing that kind of goes up. Mm. And also just a presence, presentness. I can feel some tingling sensation in my hands. Mm. And kind of, you know, for me right now, it brings this wave of calmness mm. and just to want to sit in meditation, just to kind of close and try and stay present with your breath and what you're feeling mm. and allow whatever to come up to come up. I was kind of saying this to you a lot, mm-hmm. is that anything that you're feeling in your body what causes suffering is this resistance. Mm. We feel something, and this happens in our external world. Something happens externally, someone cuts you off, and you're resistant to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
that is happening on the actual subatomic level in our body. Everything is just a chemical reaction. And when something arises in our body and our immediate reaction is to fight it and suppress it, Mm. then it doesn't allow that experience or that emotion or that energy to pass through. And so when you sit with this, it's just, it's almost like it's heightening your senses of what's going on in your body and just have the mentality of allowing whatever to be to be. Mm. It's seeing and experiencing reality as it is and just allowing it. And so now I just feel, yeah, again, almost like if there was any debris or cloudiness here, it's almost like as if it's Clearing. wiped it away. Clearing, okay. Yeah. Clearing the cobwebs. Clearing, yeah. Clearing That's what it feels like. It feels like someone just like <clears throat> like blows away cobwebs in your brain and you just think you feel very clear-minded about mm. whatever it is. It, it wipes away all the bullshit so you kind of focus. You can very clearly see like what you're working with kind of. Mm. It like all the nonsense is gone and what's left is like a, a brief window into like what the real problem is. And then, and then you kind of sit with that for a little bit. At least that was my experience. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you puke. <laughs> and the purging. And then you well, purge. it's funny in uh, these different um, plant medicine work, if there's any purging involved, a lot mm. of people will actually say that it's getting well. Right. Because it's the process of, of getting, getting better. Of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, that goes to a different concept of health. Like, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like purging mm-hmm. is good. Right. You know what I mean? Purging, I mean, it, of course it's good. Like if you eat bad food, if you mm-hmm. get food poisoning or something like mm-hmm. that, you vomit. Why? Mm-hmm. Because your body's getting rid of something. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that like a lot of it, you know, one of the, the great things that ayahuasca is that people say, I, you know, I do ayahuasca, but I don't, I don't like the, the idea of purging. Mm-hmm. But without the purging, it's not medicine. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's not entirely true, but like, you know what I mean? That's a, it's part of it. It's, it's a big part of it, part of it mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I I experienced the purging as, as like, as a as me being a little baby, and being kind of like. Got it. Yeah, just mm. the, the burp up. Yeah, burp up. Mm. Get it out. You know what I'm mm. saying? And I got it out, mm. and I was like, "Whoa! I've been carrying around that shit for God knows how long." Mm. And did you feel a lot lighter afterwards? I mean, yeah, it. I felt like a newborn human being. I felt like yeah. I'd been reborn. Yeah. Out, like, I've never felt better in my life after mm. the first ayahuasca ceremony or the mm. second one actually mm. actually but yeah first and second I came out I was just like yeah I feel amazing I've never felt like this good I have um, fibromyalgia which is a pain condition mm. and uh, it kind of yeah it, it basically like it kind of showed me where it comes from it showed me where does my fibromyalgia come from and then it kind of it went but then obviously like it comes back because you know you go through you know the medicine it's not a cure it's it's but it's it's a teacher so it te- mm. like taught me how to understand it better and how to how do i treat it myself mm. how do i you know what I mean how do i try to so when i get pain flare-ups i know that like there's something mm. i'm not doing yeah you know i'm not necessarily didn't up too stressed or something yeah. like that you know and that's where a lot of i think um as again eastern meets western that we'll come to realize that a lot of the physical ailments that reveal themselves in our body actually is based in the energetic and the emotional. Mm. And so we can keep trying to treat the physical symptoms, but at the end of the day, it's just a temporary fix. Yeah. But when we start to really look deeper or want to look deeper and understand Mm. what is at the root cause, Mm. um, it's something that's emotional or energetic yeah and I think that's what the plants can help people do is to make you um, face those or like see them 
know what I mean? And it's difficult, you know, that's mm. not easy. It's not for everyone. You know, it's definitely yeah. not for everyone. It's, it's, it's like... Uh, so are you ready for your plant medicine? Yeah, okay. I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll All right, try. Ben is going to try it as well. I'm doing a light dose. A light dose. Very, so very light. Snort or just blow? So what you'll do is you'll just inhale when I tell you to inhale. And um, you you'll hold... <coughs> You'll hold your inhale at the top, and you'll you'll hold it, so you won't be breathing. So inhale, and hold, and then I'll sh- shoot it up. So I don't have to do anything. And then after it's done, then I'll say, okay, exhale all the way, and then you just stay with your breath, and you can just inhale or exhale through your mouth. Okay. So we're using the tepi, which is one for sharing, and um, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, and yeah, I'm super excited to share this with you. Thank you Thank for you very much. Yeah all the work that you guys are doing and <sighs> really thank you for all the work that you're doing all right so just connect into your heart center bring in any intention that you would like to bring in focus there and take an inhale and hold and exhale through the mouth And I'll get ready for the second. And connect back in with your intention. Inhale. Which stings a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want to talk us through what you're feeling? Yeah, how do you feel? So I'm feeling my eyes are watering a little bit. <clears throat> um, it's gone on my left. I'm not sure what I feel like, a kind of a burning sensation. Um... It's bringing clarity. It feels like it's like it's like a kick up the. You know what I mean? It's like a, boy. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's um, you can kind of smell the. For me, it's weird. I I smell the wisdom in it. <laughs> Does that make sense? How yeah. would you compare your um, right side and your left side right now? Well, the left side is is definitely fizzing. Mm. It's fizzing. Yeah. Okay, let's do the... Yeah. Okay, we're going to water up a bit. Go on then. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's connect back into the space. And take an inhale. And hold. And exhale through the mouth. And usually what you'll see happen is people will help to kind of clear the space a little. Tap a little bit on the brain. And just keep breathing, stay with your breath. So talk us through what you, how you're feeling, Ben. More eyes watering. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that was more intense, that one on that side. I think um, I gave it with a little bit more force. Yeah, that was good. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It feels like it's clearing stuff. Do you feel cold? Don't feel cold. Yeah. I gave him a quite oh, yeah. maybe like a significant an dose. eighth of a dose compared to what I gave oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was quite that was quite manageable in terms of like I'm tearing up, but like yeah. you know what I mean. And it, it kind was, of only reaches here versus if it's a larger dose, then you'll feel what you feel <clears throat> here yeah. go in your entire body. So if there's like a lightning or a clearing or almost yeah. like a de-dusting, yeah. it will feel like that in the entire body. Yeah. 
Right, it feels good. No, right. Yeah, it really like brings you clarity. It's like yeah. boom, like yeah. settle down. Yeah. Mind is focused, yeah. kind of clear. Even though I might not look it, even though I'm, I'm like getting emotional. Huh? You're getting emotional. No, no, I'm just, I'm actually uh-huh. just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It may look like I'm being emotional. I'm just, no, I'm just had tobacco <laughs> blow my nose. Yeah. No, it feels good. Actually, could you give me a tissue? Yeah. Of course, yeah. If you need a spit, spit in that, and I'll get you a tissue. Um, I don't need to, I shouldn't, when should I blow out? When can I clear my? Um, usually they'll say to leave it for a if bit. If you can sit with it, then you can sit with it. But if it feels like it's coming out of your nose, wipe. then you can just blow out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then if it, and if it drips back here, you can just spit in the cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's it's very, it's very. Thank you, um, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so glad that he's ex- that been able to share this with yeah. both of you for your first time. Very cool. I'm actually quite surprised that you haven't worked with it before with ayahuasca ceremony since it's pretty prevalent. No, no, I just did um, <clears throat> something in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it hasn't really gone down. It's just I can feel it in the back of my throat a bit. Yeah, once it's dripping, you can, if you want to cough it out. <coughs> you want to? I think I need to... Should I try not to blow my nose? You can blow your nose. But I want to keep it up there. <laughs> I, like, like, I, like I want to keep The effect this. is really quite interesting because it's like, I can feel it just like sorting things out almost. Hmm. It's weird. It, it feels like it's kind of like making me move towards a better frequency almost does that make sense mm-hmm. that it's like okay where are you where are you, where are you? Yeah. it's like there's all these different strands and it's like you don't need all these you don't need all that stuff that's the one yeah 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 cool i know i just did my pacho uh, during the ayahuasca ceremony i did um uh you know when you you don't inhale it but you, mm-hmm. you blow it you blow it out so mapacho is another it's a blend of tobacco yeah yeah <clears throat> and yeah. usually it's smoked, um, mm. but not inhaled, and then just uh, blown out. And it's also thought to be a energetic cleanser, mm. um, balancing, grounding. A lot of shamans will use it in different ceremonies. That, that's actually really pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that's, you're that's having really... a great experience. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 and from doing like ayahuasca. It, what that's done is it's made me very sensitive to certain plants, to other other things. Mm-hmm. So I can really like, it's weird, like, you know, I can drink like rooibos tea or something. I'll be like, hmm. I can really feel the effects of rooibos or like chamomile. I never, chamomile tea, I would drink that stuff and just think, yeah, don't do anything. Yeah. But now I drink chamomile tea and I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I feel kind of like, I notice the effects of it way, way, way more. Mm. So... It kind of blasts your senses. I feel that iOS kind of blasts your senses open, and <clears throat> so I'm really feeling. I'm really, yeah, feeling it. I'm really, really feeling it, and it's good. It's very. Uh, I would say it's pleasant. Pleasant is not the word. It's clarifying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It feels like my mind is like a little bit more clear and a little bit more sharp, a bit mm. more present for me. It kind of washes away any of these like thoughts that may have been plaguing that's taking me out of the present and yeah, it's just yeah. like shoo. yeah so the, that's, the that's... yeah well I think it kind of comes after doing work with different plant medicines but the intuition that I have with it is kind of like clearing it's mm. um shoo, helping to almost like bless away anything that's been mm-hmm. lifted 
Yeah, you see, you see shamans do that. They they they'll inhale the mopacho and then they'll blow it on plants. They'll blow it everywhere. Blow it on your neck. Blow it on your face. Mm. You know they. Yeah, I mean, I started doing it when I whenever I do mopacho, I I do that. Mm. I don't know why. I don't Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, Teresa, where like can people shaman. find all this fun stuff? So online? you can visit. Um, well, you can you can find a bunch of different websites that provide it. Um, I just launched my website, which is really exciting, yeah. and it's called espiritumedicina.com. And yeah, it's it's a lot of the websites that I had gone to felt non-accessible. Mm. Um, it didn't, you know, for me, it's I'm really wanting to bridge mm. these worlds and make it you're a true chakaruna a chakaruna what does yeah. that mean it's a bridge oh wow someone that's a connector between the two the different worlds that's what a lot of as i understand it shamans shamans are kind of connecting two worlds yeah they connect these other world these worlds together mm. you know the, the, this yeah. world and the other dimension if yeah. you believe that kind of thing you know whether or not it's true or not is we've got it the experience of it is real mm-hmm. Yes, and, and that's, and that's kind of the thing, too. It's like, you know, whether or not we we don't have to all subscribe to the same belief. Yeah, like, yeah. is there a heaven, a hell? Are there different realms? At the end of the day, what is your actual experience? Because at the end of the day, we're still in these mm-hmm. bodies, and we're mm-hmm. still living this existence. We're still living this life. Mm. So regardless of the beliefs, if there is something that is working for you or helping you, mm-hmm then that's actually all that matters. But that. we tend to get caught up in all of this debate and discussion and are you right or are you wrong? Mm. And, you know, the same with, with Buddhist teachings. It's let's let's let that all go. Yeah, We're not yeah, here yeah. to argue about whether or not there are different worlds. Mm. But actually, if this meditation is helping you, if it is bringing you more joy, right. if different medicines and different experiences have actually improved your life, mm. then, you know, why we don't not? really need to debate anymore. Well, why do you need Something to? like I'm no, like spiritual... The thing I think is interesting about spirituality is that some people want a spiritual experience, mm-hmm. and some people want to be right, hmm. and yeah. they are kind of mutually exclusive. I think you you need to let go of being right uh, mm. to be truly like have a truly spiritual experience, and if you're really about being right, you're never gonna you have it. So I think a lot of people like in every sphere not just i'm not i'm not singling out any religion at all i think there's plenty of people who are like new agey and like convinced that you know if you don't put a crystal on your forehead you're never gonna you know whatever you're never gonna ascend into like whatever you know um and i think which is great about you is that you're sharing this like beautiful experience with us in such an open way that lets someone like me who's never yeah, yeah. never done it before feel very comfortable and, and, and I, I would concur with that like i've done this stuff you know, not, not a lot, but I've done enough of it to know, like, who has good intention, who doesn't, who to be trusted, and yeah, that was, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, thank you, yeah. and I really, the, 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 uh, you know, legitimate, you know what I mean, I would say very, very, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I really, because that, that, that matters a lot in, in when you're doing, you know, for anyone if who's interested in doing this kind of stuff, and like, anybody who wants, who like, what to go and do mushrooms or anything like that or LSD or anything like that. Mm. You need to be real careful about who you're doing it with, mm. where you're doing it with, what your intention is going in, like because yeah. that stuff you become very vulnerable in these these altered states, right? Yeah. And, mm. and and when you're in those altered states, it's imperative that you have 
someone who knows what they're doing around mm. things through that kind of stuff yeah and like has a good and, and if not someone who you trust or something you know what i mean yeah and that's that's super important and um because th- this stuff is not to be messed with it's not to be taken recreationally like, mm-hmm. i don't believe in recreational drugs like recreational drugs are that 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 that's you're playing your role in the dice mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i don't think that's a prudent way it's not a wise way of, of approaching these things yeah you know and, and doing it with 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 someone who would has a great respect for like these substances these plant these i don't call them substances they're medicines you have to have a great respect for the medicine to be able to work with it effectively and like those who don't i've seen people go in there with with not much respect for it and get a very bad yeah experience <laughs> very bad experience indeed yeah, yeah. so Teresa, where can people find you online and where else can they follow what you're doing so you can find me on you can find this website if you're interested in working with Hoppe at espiritumedicina.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram at tea with Reese, which is also what my podcast is called. T like T. Tea with Reese. T E A with Reese. And yeah, I mean the whole I think what I would just love to do most um, is just make a lot of this stuff more accessible. And it's not only plant medicine, mm-hmm. but even just talking mm-hmm. about meditation. I mean, that first and foremost, I'm so happy that yoga and now after yoga, meditation is percolating up to a practice that people mm-hmm. are starting to explore because to me, it's almost like the saddest thing to talk to someone who cannot sit five minutes with themselves. With yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like if we really think about that, if people would rather be numbing their minds with reality TV or having to drink all the time and they can't even sit five minutes without any stimulation because they're afraid of their own minds, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a very sad existence. Mm -hmm. And if there are ways in which we can create a space for people to, for it not to be taboo, Mm -hmm. even, um, you know, one series that I'd really love to do is around the awakening masculine. Mm-hmm. which is really talking about how in today's society there's no space for men to talk about emotion. Right. It's thought of as, you know, female or weak. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I will have to say that the men that I meet who are very in tune with themselves mm-hmm. and understand what's going on and therefore their external world will reflect that type of balance and understanding and compassion. It will make them better leaders, mm-hmm. better, I mean, just all around better partners Mm -hmm. better in friendships with their family that is beautifully masculine i mean that takes Mm -hmm. a very strong masculine to not be afraid of that so not enough of that yeah that's not not enough of that and that's something that we've tried to talk about a bit on this podcast sometimes you know try to like i think for men especially so much of our conversation is just being up yourself and talking kind of subtly bragging kind of thing and i Mm. think vulnerability is is we need to be trained mm. and uh, that's something we're trying to, I'm trying to work on myself and that we should have in the next episode we have with you can you all about that because that's super important I think so yeah. we should do we should do rapé before we can do a rapé <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 maybe not watch me you know tearing up on the you <laughs> on were great you were great I yeah. mean I wish we actually had the video had this experience <laughs> because <laughs> It's great to understand that there are many different experiences that can happen. Mine was, an, of course, it was a very intense experience for me. Yeah, mm. very 
it's good for you, man. It's good for you. Well, well done for thanks. Yeah. For doing yeah. It, you, know? you know, it's it's for me. It's uh, I'm lucky again. I was saying I'm lucky because I have you and Teresa and people who can show me this kind of stuff. It's kind of cool. Like I, you know, where else, you know, in my day will I have someone come over and like sit on the floor with me and, <laughs> like, tobacco and blow tobacco on my nose <laughs> and sit there while I, I like sit there outside the bathroom while I puke and just wait patiently for me to come out. It's kind of nice. You know what I mean? That's so amazing. There you yeah. go, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah, well, I hope, you know, it's amazing that you guys are also on, I, I feel like when I say on this path, because it maybe has become a little taboo at this point, but mm-hmm. um, what I mean is just not afraid to be experiencing what has seemed to be the norms. So much <laughs> dog hair is like everywhere. Yeah, 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 sorry. And also, you know, very openly sharing because that is actually a place of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's very strong. Yeah, yeah. But you guys are sharing from a place that, you know, to put your opinion out there mm. is is a very vulnerable place. And Mark, it's great. Yeah, I've written big essays on this stuff and I just, putting it out there, I'm like, oh, Right. I'll put it out there and I know <laughs> you know what I mean I'm like these people are going to think I'm crazy like yeah. you, know, you, you know I mean going, talking to your family about this stuff is hard enough oh yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying like you know how so we're both Asian yeah and <laughs> this uh, is another series I want to do oh all on Asian God. culture and we've been talking about our Asian programming a lot yeah how is it with you and explaining to your family because I've tried and it's like it's not not it's not going anywhere (laughs) so how are you like how do you how can Asian people (laughs) tell their parents that they want to (laughs) go into the Amazon and drink like potions with like native tribes and like go and not be working for a week and uh, you know I think we can either keep going at it in the old way which is to continually argue about it and try and have them believe you and and then again, we're do basically doing the same thing, which is my way is better and your way right. is not, and et cetera, et cetera. Then we're doing the same thing as them telling us mm-hmm. not to do it. For me, it's at the end, I felt as if I had no choice but other than to follow a certain intuition. Yeah, yeah. It's and kind of too strong to like yeah. ignore. Yeah. And also, when you come back and they can see the changes within you mm-hmm. for better. Mm-hmm. It's hard to argue right. for that. When you look into your family's eyes or your friend's eyes and, and you tell them, I have had this experience and I am feeling so happy, so light, so joyous. Right. And again, when you ask them to understand it's not from a place of dictating or you must do this, it's really just out of compassion. Like, if you would like to understand more, then I'm here to explore oh, that yeah. with you. Mm. Otherwise, you know, no harm, no foul. And right. at the yeah. end, we just wish the best for each other. And, you know, but I, but this is not to say that I have not had right. big pushback on my, you know, journey the last three years and, you know, the way in which I lived my life, which is very against what traditionally Asian right. families would like, which is basically get married, have kids never leave your job and make as much money as possible. Be as secure as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Survive amazingly, like survive and yeah. survive well. It's yeah. kind of like very funny. But you know, if you look at a lot of the rates of like, not to get too morbid here, but a lot of rates of suicide and depression, mm-hmm. they're remarkably high in all the Asian countries right yeah. now. And that is so painful when, yeah. when you have experienced different states and know that mm-hmm. actually we, 
not only hold the key mm. to, but we're while standing in the jail, we hold the key and the door is open. Right. And all we have to do is take a step forward. Right. And so, yeah, this is where a lot of this compassion comes in. And um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it's similar with my like my culture, I suppose as well. Like, I've, I've had the pushback has been mm. like it's not good, you know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> but then it's just I don't know. Like now, it's kind of like it's just, it's just a fact, and I just like, I'm not I'm not asking your permission. This is what I'm doing. Like, I would like you to understand it. If you mm. don't understand it, that's cool. Yeah. If you ever have any questions, I'll answer. I'm not expecting you to do it, but just you know what I mean. Like, it, it, I think it's sometimes it, it can be, in my experience anyway, it's good to just also let people around you understand that like you're not asking for their permission. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And not in a dick way, not in like being standoffish about it, but just be like, this is what I'm doing, and like right. you're gonna have to still love me right. <laughs> do you know what I mean you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with it you know what I mean yeah I mean I've thought about like secret ways in which I might be able to like slip a little bit of a microdose into <laughs> my mom's tea <laughs> <laughs> um that'd be hilarious but like some people just not that's not maybe no you know, totally it, I wouldn't actually wanna, yeah but you, you know what I mean if you if you want to go like deep on the sort of like maybe in, if you believe in that sort of incarnation thing Maybe it's just this time around. It's not for you know mm. some people. Just maybe next time. You know what I mean? Maybe we, maybe in the next life. Yeah. You guys uh, have been hearing some like crying, and it's my dog. She's like wants me to take care of her, and she's like doesn't understand it or not. So we have the Emmas. I have to feed her and take care of her because she needs to be. Number Before one. we get into reincarnation, <laughs> yeah, 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 next time. Which she's is just that, constantly yeah, yeah. like, what is going on? Like, stop talking and take care of me. So I'm gonna do that. Um, Teresa. Peace. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty thank you guys. It's chat. been so awesome. Yeah. So it's a awesome. really great podcast. Thank you guys. Website. Espiritumedicina.com. Yeah. Check it yeah. out. Check All it right. Out. Bye guys. <laughs>